All right, so uh, continuing on, and, and I, I'm thinking that, the, that um, this morning will be sort of the last little piece of the puzzle. Oh, so is, uh, you're sponsoring this morning, right? What's the name? Shein Bofrada Basketl. Shein okay. Okay, so the last piece of the puzzle, I think, that we're going to be talking about in terms of the Misa, of uh, this whole Muhammad that Yeshubanun went against those five city states that attacked us with the bard, the whole the whole Mice we've been talking about with the bard, the Khulu Bakulu, the sun and the moon standing still. The last piece of the puzzle that I think we have to talk about is how this is all coming, how this is all uh, expressing itself, Davka through Yerushalayim. Because the, the, the Pasuk says in Sefer Yeshua and Perak Tess that the city-state that was really organizing this whole offensive against the Gevoinim and Yeshua Benon therefore is backing them up and the whole Maisa takes place was the city-state of Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim then partners with Hebron and other, uh, four other cities, five altogether. And they're going to fight, uh, to fight uh, the Gevoinim and it's all coming because of that. So there's two things that we have to therefore understand to, to sort of place in the puzzle of what we're learning about is Yerushalayim, specific in with Yerushalayim. And maybe if you have time, the number five, because these are five cities that are unified, that, are, you know, that, 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 that uh, create the context for this Muhammad. So just to, be, just to, to get back into the, into the sugya, basically what we've showed, boiling it down to, to, to one nakuda, what we've showed is that this Indian of the Muhammad against these five kings with the whole Maisa of Barad, and the sun and the moon standing still, was to be Megal and to be Mavar, the following Nakuda, that Tarsh Peh is not man-made. Tarsh Peh is, is of the same uh, Giloi, and, the, and, this, and it's, it's, it's within the context of, the, of, of, of a Giloi Velikos. The Giloi Velikos of Torah has a stage one called Tarsh Vichsav, a stage, a stage two of Tarsh Peh, and, and, and more than that, what will be explained even deeper than that, is that the Gilu of Tarsh Peh is not just Elokos of Torah coming down into this world and becoming concealed by this world, Adaraba. The Indian of Tarsh Peh is to be Mavarer, that all the, pro, all the Kalim of this world and all the different materials and the different ways of thinking, everything that is Oilam Hazadik, all the bays of Bracious, is itself made of Elokos. It's made of Elokos. So whereas Tarsh Sav there is two separate uh, territories. There's the place of Elikos and the place of this world. And Tarsh B'chsav is penetrating, like we saw last week in Halacha, to be the kibush, to conquer, to enter from, the Elikos enters into the territory of this world. That's one thing. But the gil of Tarsh Peh is that even this world was made of Ar. Even this was made of Ar. Zol Mamesh Ola Elikos, the base of Breshis is Mamesh, just two Alus. That, that's, that's the side of, of Tarsh Peh. That's the side of Tarsh Peh. Now, <clears throat> And that's why the miracle took place, again, with Barad, which is re- reflective of Torah, the Malchus of Maisha Rabbeinu, what started by Maisha, Yeshua Benun continues, and it's called an Evan, and it's a way of, uh, of that this world is being built of Torah, the kingdom of this world is made of art, Bechul, everything we spoke about, we spoke about until now. Now, there's one last Nakuda that I think is important to, to mention. I might have mentioned it already, but just to highlight it now, and then we'll be able to get into the, what does this have to do with Yerushalayim, and specifically the number five. So... First of all, this I guess I guess one thing we can say right away: why is it, why is the number five significant over here? What does five have to do with this? So five, five is the is the letter hey within Hashem's name. So you have yud kei vav kei, right? That's Hashem's name. The final hey of, of Hashem's name always represents this world. It represents that's called the sphere of malchus. Malchus means 
this world. Uh, and the Zohar Kodesh tells us that the Midah of Malchus is deeply connected to Tarsh Baal Peh, because Tarsh Baal Peh assumes that there's a world, it assumes that there's different ways of engaging in the world, there's different possibilities, back and forth, intellect, ideas, everything of this world of nature, the base of Bracious. so that's the world of Malchus. So the Chiddush of this Mulchama is to be Mavara, that what? That the hay of Hashem's name is ultimately made of the same materials as the first three letters of Hashem's name. That's the, that's the site of this Mulchama. That's why it's Davka, five kings that are attacking the Gevainim, and Shubanun defeats them, and so on, is because this is a birur, this Mulchama is a birur, is a clarification of the letter hey. It's a clarification of that final letter of Hashem's name. That's what the Zara says, that Malchus, that Mid of Malchus, which is the final hey of Hashem's name, Malchus, Peh, Tarsh, Baal, Peh, The secret of the final hey of Hashem's name is the secret of Tarsh, Baal, Peh. So this Mulchama, which is what? Which is five kings attacking the Jewish people, is being Mavara, the, the secret of Tarsh, Baal, Peh, that, that the, the secret of Tarsh Baal Peh is that the material that the Malchus of Hashem is made of is the same material as the first three letters of Hashem's name of Yud Kei Vav. That's, that, that's, the, um, that's the secret of, of why it has to be the five kings Dazka. We'll see, maybe we'll see a little bit more about that a little bit later on. But now let's focus in why Yushalayim. What, what is it about Yushalayim that is bringing this out? So now what we're seeing is, is that there's two, there's, there, there's, there's the chitzayinus of this Mulchama, where you have these five kings fighting us, but in Pneumius, what's, what's being brought out in this Mulchama is a, there was an awakening of this clarification of Tarsh Peh, this clarification that the base of Breshis is made of just two olives, that it's all just iris, and the Rabbanish Shalom, there's no two separate territories of Shemaim and Aretz, this world with all of its complexity is itself made of Elikos. And so that was, it, that, was, that was being worked through by this Indian, and it's the Melech of Yushalayim that specifically is bringing it out. So what, is, what does Yushalayim have to do with this? So one last Nakuda mm-hmm. that I'll just mention, and they'll be able to explain that point. There's a Yisait in, in, in Chesidus that whenever you... Th- this idea of clarifying that the Kalim of this world are themselves made of light, that, the, that Tarshabal Peh is of divine origin, that is not just, again, like I've been saying until now, that's not just stage two of a revelation. That's, that's, a, that's a deeper gila than even what was stage one. In other words, you know, Tarsh uh, one, one basic distinction between Tarsh and Tarsh Peh is that Tarsh there's no machlekes. There's no machlekes. Faydavr Shalmai Shalem are finished. There can't be machlekes. Okay, and we understand that because it's the chachma of God, it's wisdom of God, it's the revelation of Hashem's presence, it's nevuah, and so God is one. So finished. Comes Tarsh Peh, and Tarsh Peh is all full of machlokes. Beisham Bishol, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shmuel, it's all full of machlokes. That's and because and we and, and we would assume that machlokes, it's not possible for for God's presence to be like either God says one thing or He doesn't say one thing. Like which one is it? That's why we assume. That's why the in Chitzonius. Tarsh Baal Peh is man-made, because, okay, so it's many different people. But once we're saying that Tarsh Baal Peh is a revelation of Elikos, then what comes out is that Tarsh Baal Peh is being Megala, an even deeper level of Elikos than Tarsh Baal Whereas Tarsh Baal is a revelation of Elikos to a degree that the human being can at least conceptualize, okay, there's one truth. Tarsh Baal Peh is a revelation of Mamish Ein Saif, the infinity of the Rabbanu And the infinity of the Rabbanu Shalom is so deep and so profound that it breaks all rules and metrics of of of, uh, of 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 our thinking, and our way of thinking is that there's only one truth, 
finished. The very idea of, 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 of one plus one equaling one. One plus one equals one, that's, that's Tarsh Balpeh. And that's something that, that breaks down, it's deeper than, any, than anything that the Seichel can possibly fathom. You see, even Tarsh Sav is a revelation of Elikus, but it's a revelation of Elikus that is at least working within the context of human understanding. It's, it's working within the context of, of, our, uh, of what we assume to be facts already. And the facts are, one God equals one idea. But the very idea of one God equaling many ideas, and, many, and all those ideas are all true, and they're all coming from one, and they all equal one, that's fundamentally a revelation of a much deeper side of God, a side of God that's above and beyond even the basic parameters of logic. So this is why, again, um, okay, it's hard, it's, it, again, I'll have to speak Beremis because there's a lot of Inyanum going on over here. One of the qualities of, one of the, one, again, this is in parentheses, one of the, one of the, one of the when you have the Mid of Malchus, the final He of Hashem's name, the system of gematria, of gematria, mathematics, is deeply connected to the final He of Hashem's name. Everything has a shirish, everything has a root. The root of mathematics is itself coming from the final He of Hashem's name. And so this idea that Tarsha Peh is a revelation, that mathematics itself is of divine origin, therefore the, 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 the basic mathematics that, that Tarsha Peh is working with is completely beyond our understanding. Our basic sense of mathematics and gematria is one plus one is two. Two plus two is four. Three plus one is four. Whatever. You get the, as more numbers, as more pieces of whatever it is that you're, that you're counting, apples, oranges, whatever it is, the number gets bigger. But the secret of Tarsh Peh is Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shmol, and Bishamim, Bishilo, one plus one plus one plus one plus one plus one, all equals one. All equals one. And so that's the secret of Tarsh Peh is that, that the very construct of mathematics, of gematria, is itself coming from the Rabbanish Shloilam. And therefore, the, in, in, in truth, it itself is just a, an expression of Hashem's will, and, and Hashem is deeper than that. So you can't... In Torah Shavich we sort of are trying to, to um, presuppose a certain truth on Elikos, that, 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 that one God equals one truth. But the secret of Tarsh Peh is that God is so deep and so profound that everything is made, everything was coming from Him, including mathematics itself, including the basic building blocks of logic. So who's to say that one plus one is two? Maybe one plus one is one. That's the secret of Tarsh Peh. The secret of Tarsh Peh is that all the different shittas, memtes panolakan, memtes panolakan, kulam nitnum meraya echad, and it's all, it's all the rabbanishlam, it's all true, elu elu diver lekim chaim. That's the secret of Tarsh Peh. So Tarsh Peh... This, this gili of Tarsh Peh is Megala that what? That, el, that, that despite the fact that it doesn't make sense logically, and despite the fact that mathematics says one plus one is two, the secret of Tarsh Peh is that the Rabbani Shalom is that through Tarsh Peh, a, a, a side of God that is so deep and so profound and so above even any basic presupposed construct, even one plus one is two. The Rabbanu Shalom, that, that deepest side of God that's even above that is being, is being manifest. And that manifestation of Elikus expresses itself, Davka within Tarsh Peh, that one plus one is one. That one plus one is one. That Rabbi Kiv Rabbi Shmuel equals one. You'll see, you'll see why, I'm, why I'm talking about this. It'll become more clear. Take a look at Maramukha number one. So what we're going to see right now is that Yushalayim 
as a city encapsulates this secret, this secret, that many, many different opinions and many, many different elements are not contradictory. One plus one is not two. One plus one is one. That's going to be the secret of Yishalayim. So let's take a look inside. It says in Pasuk regarding Yerushalayim when Mashiach comes, uh, simply translated is that I will, I will establish your, your, your barriers, your walls with precious stones. So in other words, the Pasuk is describing that when Mashiach comes, the, wall, the walls of Yerushalayim will be made of precious jewels, precious stones. That's the Pasuk. V'samti kod kod shim shasayach. So now the Gemara says like this. Am Rav Shmuel Barnachmeni. Rav Shmuel Barnachmeni said, Pligi trei malachi berakiyah. There was a machlek between two malachim in Shemayim. Gavriel u'michayel. These two malachim. What precious stones it's going to be made of. V'amri latrei amaroi b'marava. And some say that this is also machlek between two amaroim in Eretz Yisrael. Uman inun and who were the two amaroim? Yehuda v'chizkiah b'nei rabchiyah. Yehud and Chizkiah, the sons of Rabchiah. Okay, so you have Machlekes between two Malachim and Shemaim, and corresponding to Amaroyim in Eretz Yisrael. What these stones will be made of, what, what will the, gate, the, the walls of Yishlam be made of when Mashiach comes? So Gemara says like this, Chad Amar, one opinion says, Shayam, that the, that the stone is going to be a Shayam stone. Okay, I guess you could look in an article to see what that is exactly. Chad Amar, the other one says, Yashve, that it's going to be the stone that's called Yashve. Okay. That was Machlechus between two Malachim, and it's Machlechus between Yehud and Chizkiah, the sons of Rebchir. Amr Lu HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and said Rosh Mo'an and Hashem responded to these two Malachim, Lahavi Kedain Ukedain. They're both right, they'll be made of both. That's what the Rebbe Hashem responds. Okay. The Pasuk continues, V'sharayich la'avne ektach, says the Pasuk, your walls will be made of precious stones, which again, either it's Shoyim or Yashvei, it's Machlechus, Hashem says both. Says the Pasuk continues, and your gates, in other words, the opening, the door, of the Yushalayim, La'avni Ekach will be made of diamonds. That's the Pasuk. So the walls will be made, the, the walls itself are made of, of these two stones that was mentioned before, and the gate itself, the doorway itself, will be made of, of, of diamonds. So says the Gemara, It's like the story that Rabbi Yechonon was sitting, the Kadarish, and he was making the following drasha. That the Rav Sheikh comes is going to bring big precious stones and pearls and so on, that they're made of big stones, big diamonds of 30 by 30 amas, and he's going to carve out from within that diamond huge stone a space of 10 by 20 for, uh, for, you know, to, as a doorway. And, that, and this you know, hollowed out you know, door frame of diamond is going to be the gate of Yerushalayim. That's what Rabbi Yechaman said. And a particular Talmud made fun of this. He was sitting in the shir and he made fun of it. And he said like this, To find the diamond the size of a little piece of, a little piece of, a, like the size of a little egg is impossible to find. And you're going to find the stones of the size of 30 amas by 30 amas diamonds. So he, he made fun of it. Says the Gemara. Huh? Today you can make that okay, I guess so. So he had a different different eight. So So a few days later, this Talmud is traveling in the boat in the boat in the ocean, and Chaz Malachi Asher says, "Madrega this Talmud." He sees Malachim the Yasi the Kaminsiri Avonim Toivus Margol Yashem Lamed Olamed, and he sees that the Malachim are carving. They're working on chiseling out stones 
and, and these diamonds and, and pearls made of, of 30 by 30, the Chokim and Eser by Mesrim, and they're hollowing out a space for 20 by 10, which is exactly what Rabbi Yechanan said is going to be. Amr Lahu, and he says to the Malachim, the student, Hani Laman, what are these uh, stones for? Amr Lay, so they said to him, that these are the stones that are going to be used for the gates of Yerushalayim. So the student eventually comes back home and he goes to Rabbi Yechanan and Amr Lay, and he said, Droish Rabbi, Rabbi, you should continue making droshes. Because you, you talk are worthy of it and deserving of it. Because just like you said, I saw it with my own two eyes. So we have, uh, we have a confirmation. So Rabbi Yechanan says, Reka, you empty one. If you didn't see with your own eyes, you wouldn't believe me. You're, 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 you're disgracing, you're making fun, you're, you're, you're demeaning the words of the Chachamim. Rabbi Yechonah put his eyes towards him, and he turned into a pile of bones. That's the Maisa of the Gemara. Okay, it's Maisa. So what is this Indian of here? So it says the Gemara, we have this Indian, that the walls of Yishlaim were made of two stones, it was Machlekes between two Malachim, and two Chachamim and Eretz Yisrael, both the, son, the sons of one person, but uh, two stones, and the Rabbanu Shalom says, Kedainu Kedain Tahavi, it's going to be both. And the gate of Rishonlaim is made of diamonds, and this whole Maisa of this student making fun, you know, not trusting Rabbi Yechidon, it's all Maisa. So, so take a look at Marmokh number two. This is a Torah from the Maral in Sefer Netzach Yisrael, Perak Nun Aleph. Okay? The Maral is Mamash talking about this Gemara. You know, he quotes this Gemara, and he, and he says the following Torah, Bir Ha'inyan. He says, the explanation is as follows, Ki Yerushalayim ain't ir tivis. Yerushalayim is not a natural city, ir like any other metropolis. It's not a natural place. Raki ir elakis. The malosu elakis. Yerushalayim is a divine city. It's a city that expresses divinity. And, and that's what it is now. And that's certainly what it's going to be in its fullest sense when Mashiach comes. Ulafichach. Therefore, says the Maral, since Yerushalayim has to be viewed as an expression of elikus. It's not a city that Jews live in. It's mamish, a chefza of gilu elikus. It's a chefza of the Rabbani Shlambi Megala himself. Therefore, Arma, therefore says the Gemara, ki la'asid, that when Mashiach comes, l'maylas Yerushalayim, shetil ma'alasa yoyser elikus, oid mimash ayikaydim. So even nowadays, Yerushalayim is a place of elikus. But when Mashiach comes, it's certainly going to be, to the highest measure, uh, a place of expressing elikus. So it has to be built. It should be made of materials that are expressing its greatness. So nowadays, this, the material that's used to build Yerushalayim are earthly materials. You know, things, things are made of the earth, but they're not, you know, rocks and cement and so on. But, but we want to use a material that expresses the divine quality of Yerushalayim. And therefore, the material that we're going to use is Ma'avonim Toivis V'yikaris, is precious stones. Now, the morale doesn't, to, to, now, to explain wh- why precious stones. So based on what we've been learning until now, it's mamish, uh, that, that's exactly the point. What, what is it? a stone, as we've seen before, a stone means things of this world. That's what a stone is. Stones are things of this world, that we build things of this world. But avonim toivus, but precious stones, stones that, that give off light, stones that are, that are, that despite the fact that they come from this world, they're glowing and shining and they represent something higher. Like the Baltania very often quotes that the dafka, it's dafka from these earthly stones that we use, precious stones that we use to make a crown that sits on the king's head. So it's ironic, it's, it's so ironic, the king and the crown represents that which is beyond and transcendent. And what do we use to build the crown? Dafka avonim yukaris, dafka precious stones made, coming from the earth. So the secret of avonim yukaris, of avonim yukaris, of avonim yukaris, of, 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 of precious stones, is this revelation that the things of this world 
are transcendent. That the things of the base of Bracious, again, the material of this world is already made from light. That the, the, that, that the kalim of this world is made of art. So the whole secret of Torah Shabbal Peh and the deepest level of Elokus, the revelation which is going to be with the coming of Mashiach, is itself the secret of Avanam Tavisikaris, is the secret of precious stones. Because the secret of precious stones is that things of this world, which until now, which usually are muddy and dirty and filthy and dark, they themselves are glowing and shining with light. Like, the, like, the, like Chazal say, according to one opinion, Tsayar Tasl Teva, that when Noyach had a Teva, what was the source of light? So one opinion is there was a window letting light in, but the other opinion was there was a precious stone that emanated light from itself. So this is the site of Avadim Tavisikaris. This is the site of, of what Yerushalayim is going to be revealed as. Kimitziyan Teitzay Taira. Udvar Hashem Yerushalayim. Tziyan Yerushalayim is a place from which Taira goes forth. And the deepest secret of Taira is that the material of this world and all the seichel and all the intellect of Rabbi Kiv, Rabbi Shmuel, and so on is made of Elikos. It was Mamash Hashem talking through them and with them. And, what, and their human intellect was itself divine intellect. So what was considered until now just an evan is now an evan toiv and evan yikara. So says the morale that therefore the gates of the walls of Yishlam have to be built when Mashiach comes to express its beauty and its depth, and it's been made therefore from avanam toivus v'yikaras. And he adds in this something we spoke about maybe a few weeks ago by a Monday night share. We have a similar thing with the chayshin mishpat. Right, the chayshin has urim v'tumim shemas hakdayshim, which are divine names, and chayshin mishpat avanam toivus and has precious stones because that's the same site. Of where things of the, the things of the material of this world is being shown as being as 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 being lichtig from within itself. That's why that shita by the teva of Noyach, and the word teva, as the Balshantiv always said, means a word. It means the words of Tyre and Tefillah. So there's always two. They have to be lichtig. But the, the, so one one level is you let light in from the outside. But the deepest side is that oisus, like we talked about in Lakut Maranshir for the past few weeks, that the oisus of this world, the avonim. Like the Sefer Yitzir says that letter, that words are, are stones, letters are stones, so the letters and the words of this world are themselves lichtig. There's elokus, there's neshamis and elokus within the letters. And that's the secret what's going to be revealed with Mashiach, with Davka and Yerushalayim, that Tarsh Balpeh, which, which seems to be made of this world, is talking made of this world, but this world is elokus. And that's the secret of, of these Avadam Tavis Vyakaras. Now the moral continues. Mm-hmm. And Michal and Gavriel have a disagreement in Shemayim. Which stones will be used to make the, the, the walls of Yerushalayim? Why? So he says like this. Because the wall, again, the wall of Yerushalayim isn't just a wall. It represents the whole city. It captures the whole city. We find this, says Moral and Tanakh, that a city is called based on its wall. It says, based Maishav Irchaim. A city is called an Irchaim, a city of a wall. What does it mean a city of a wall? It means the wall represents the entirety of the city. The Chain Hashar, and the gateway also, to a certain degree, captures what the city is. Shagam Hamakim Nikral Shem Hashar, a place, a city is also called based, based on the gate. So again, the morale is giving us a little, again, the, 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 the introduction. That the reason why the wall of Yerushalayim and the gate of Yerushalayim are so significant that we're having this whole discussion in the Gemara, what it's made out of is because that, the, the wall and the gate represent the city itself. So when we're talking about the wall and the gate, we're talking about Yerushalayim. So Yerushalayim itself, when Mashiach comes, is going to be that place again. That's a revelation that this world is made of our that Torah Shabbal Peh is of divine origin, 
and more than just divine origin. It's a gilu of it's a level of elokus that's even deeper than Tarshav Achsav. Chavivin de Vreisayfrim Yoyser Mienishal Taira. That Tarshav Alpeh is a deeper revelation of Tarshav Achsav, whereas Tarshav Achsav is already assuming a truth of one plus one is two. And therefore, since it's the Rabbanu Shalom, it has to just be one. Tarsh Baal Peh is even deeper than that, that one plus one is one. And so that's what Yerushalayim is going to be revealing. So now he explains, Now you have a machlekes into two malachim in Shemayim, what the city is going to be made of. Rabbi Seinu Zal Amr, now, Chazal explained, Michal, not in this Gemara, but other places, that Michal Shal Mayim. Michal represents Mayim, water. Water always means the right side, Chesed, oriented towards Chesed, in giving. The Gavriel, Gavriel represents Shalesh. Gavriel is on the left side, fire. So these are the classic two opposites. The classic two opposites that every opposite comes from is Chesed versus Den. That's everything, everything boils down to that. Either you're oriented towards Chesed or you're oriented towards Gavura. These are the two basic one plus one. That, that's, that's what it is. Now, therefore, it says, Michal, which is on the right side of Mayim, Represents and from him flows taiv and chesed, just like water. The Gavriel, Hadin, and Gavriel is on the side of the left, which comes from him, Hashba of Kavura and Din, Fushavalesh. Lefiha, therefore, Tsuris Michal Chesed, Tsuris Gavriel Esh. Okay. Therefore, says Maral, when Michal gazes upon Yerushalayim, he sees Yerushalayim from his vantage point. And he says it's going to be built from a particular stone. Maral goes on to talk about this, but the particular stone that Michal says is a stone that speaks that's more on the side of Chesed. And when Gavriel looks at Yerushalayim, he says, no, 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 no. The way Yerushalayim is, the truth of Yerushalayim is manifest through his perspective, which is the other stone, which is the side of Gevura. And he says, Just like in Shemaim, you have these two different malachim, and they have different perspectives. There's some, some malachim which are din, some malachim which are chesed. So there's neshamas that also divide like that. Some neshamas are more chesed-oriented, some neshamas are more din-oriented. Everyone has their shorash on neshamas. That's why you have a machlekes of two malachim in Shemaim and two tzaddikim on planet Earth. And they're both coming from the same place because the Shurish and Hashama of this Amaira is connected to the same place of this Malach, which is Chesed. And the Shurish and Hashama of the other Amaira, of the other Malach, is, is Din and Gevura. So they're both saying their shitas. This is obvious and it's well known. And this is the source of machlekes. What's the source of machlekes? Because Rabbi Kiva's Neshama is coming from here. And Rabbi Shmuel's coming, uh, Neshama is coming from there. Bishame is like this. Basil is like that. And each one is, is, is finding the Rabbani Shleilam from his Shurish and Hashama. So Michal says it's this stone. Gabriel says it's that stone. And Michal's 100% right from his vantage point. And Gavriel's right from his vantage point. And Yehuda, the son of Reb Chia, says like this. And Chizki, the son of Reb Chia, says like that. And so now you have Machlegas. This is a clear, the, 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 greatest, the, the greatest expression. In other words, what the Gemara is capturing over here is how it's possible that each side of an argument has a truth above, has a root above. When Yehuda and Chizki down here are arguing with each other, there's also Machlegas with Tito Malachim. Because they're both 100% true. There's a Chesed and there's a Din. And the amazing thing is, Omar, and what does the Gemara say? Shachadish Baruch Hu Omar, what does the Rabbanu Shalom respond? Kedainu, Kedain Ta'avi, they're both right. And the, and the walls of Yishlaim are going to be made of both of those stones together. Because that's the secret of Yishlaim. The secret, of, again, of, of Tarsh Balpeh is that the material of this world, which is, which is by its very definition made of multiplicity, it's the base. By its very definition, it's not, the difference between Shemaim and Aretz is, Shemaim is one and Aretz is two. That's the difference between heaven and earth. 
So, and, and, uh, and to say that this material of this world is made of elikos means that multiplicity itself are, tr- are both true and they're both 100% one. That one plus one is one. That's the secret of Yerushalayim. And because the Rabbana Shalom includes within him everything, din v'chesed, so therefore, uh, uh, um, it's not like malachim, it's a little bit misprint over here. It's not like malachim where it's either one or the other. The Rabbana Shalom is everything. One plus one is still one. Therefore, so therefore, what the Rabbana Shalom does is that it infuses in Yushalayim this ability to be all, to, 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 to be kailo, to incorporate all things at the same time and still have that sense of unity. That it should be a bundle that has everything within it. That's the side of the walls of Yushalayim being made of these two materials, and they're both true. Then says the Gemara Amaisa about the doorway of Yushalayim, that the door of Yushalayim is made of diamonds. Now says the Maral like this, Now, says the Maral, the, the walls of Yishalayim are expressing the fact that what that Elo Chaim, that all different Machlaikasin have a root in, in truth, one plus one equals one. The gate of Yushalayim then is, is delving deeper into that truth and saying, well, one second, if, if one plus one is one, then that means that What's, what's, what, mean, what, that, what that means is that the, Rabbanish, the side of Elokus that's being revealed through Tarsh Valpeh is even deeper than anything I'd possibly imagine in Tarsh Valpeh. In other words, this Nakuda, that all of the, that, that the walls of Yishlaim are made of multiple materials and it's still one, that Kulam Nitin Echad, Chaim, is, tells us that the level of Elokos that's, re- that's being revealed through Tarsh Valpeh is actually deeper than the revelation of Tarsh Bechsav. Because Tarsh Bechsav, it's still playing with our sense of, 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 uh, of mathematics. But Tarsh Valpeh is mamish breaking down everything that we, that we assume to be basic and obvious. And so the, the, the revelation of Elokos and Tarsh Valpeh is even deeper than Tarsh Bechsav. It's a revelation of complete transcendence, of mamish einsayf. Mamish einsayf. And says the morale, that's the secret of the doorway of Yishalayim. The door of Yishalayim made of diamonds, which is mamish translucent, translucent and transparent, is reflective of that the very fact that, the Rabbanit, that it could be such a thing. That Elov Elodelikim Chaim is a simon that the Rabbanit Shalom is so deep and so profound that he's bigger and deeper than anything you could possibly imagine, even one plus one being two. That's, the Rabbanit Shalom, is, he created even that idea. That, that, if the Rabbanit Shalom even created that, it means the Rabbanit Shalom himself is even deeper than that. How could you even be deeper than that basic sense of logic? The Rabbanu is deeper than that. That's what the gate of Yerushalayim represents. He says like this, in Pesach, the door of Yerushalayim, Tia Malasa Nivdelas Lagamri. It's a revelation of the Rabbanu Shalom being completely moved all, being completely transcendent and above any sort of packaging, any sort of prison or construct to put on him, he's above all of it. It's like a person's face that's shining. When you see a person's face that's shining, it tells you that there's something going on, right? You see in a person's eyes when they're thinking, right? So it's like you don't see their thoughts, but you can, you can tell there's something going on behind the scenes. That's the gate of Yerushalayim. It's like shining with that lichtekite of like there's something, there's something much deeper at play. How do I know there's something much deeper? Because look, one plus one is one. 
So clearly there's something uh, much deeper going on over here by the Rabbanu Shlevim. The Kach HaShar, so to the gate, Shu Pnei which is the face of the city, Yu Avnei Ekdach, will be made of diamonds, Hameirim, which are lichtik. Umayrezel, Mailas, will a kiss, and this is an expression of how transcendent the Rabbanu Shlevim is. Kamei Adam, Kashayesh, Lepanem, Meiris. Ubir Lachas, what comes out is, says the morale, that this whole Sugi of the Gemara is expressing two things. Kishnei Mailas, Yil Yerushalayim. There'll be two qualities expressed with Yerushalayim. One, the actual reality of the walls of Yishalayim, which is that that Torah is of divine origin, and despite the fact that it's coming from one God, it still has the ability to contain within it multiple different opinions, and all opinions come from the one God and lead to the one God. That's the wall of Yerushalayim. Like the Rabbani Shalom said, they're both true. And then you have the second quality of what that tells you about God himself. Like, What does that tell you about God? The fact that the Rabbani Shalom can be absolutely one, both in the both with Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel, and God is still one, that tells you that God himself is like, we can't even possibly imagine, that even the basic rules of logic of one plus one is two, don't, don't apply to him. So, so, so that, that, and that's, that, that next step of like realizing how deep and, and transcendent God is, that's the door of Yishalayim. That's the door of Yishalayim made of, made of uh, diamonds. Following this all up, that's, the moral doesn't go through this now, but based on what we just what we just learned, we can understand very very well why the story following up this Torah is this whole story of a student not trusting Rabbi Yechonah until he sees with his own eyes. The whole story of not what, 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 in other, it, it, this student wouldn't question a navi, right? If Moshe Rabbeinu, he, he, this student doesn't need to see proof that Moshe Rabbeinu is correct when he gives us the mitzvah tzitzis, right? It is nevuah, it's nevuah. But the reason why this student needs proof for Rabbi Yochanan that Rabbi Yochanan says should, should, be, should be logical is because he's assuming that Torah Shabbat is what? Is made of, it's man-made. It's earthly material. It's made of human being, human intellect. So says this Talmud, Rabbi Yochanan, I understand, Rabbi Yochanan, is, if, he's, if he's going through a shear and he can show me exactly logically step one to step two to step three, then fine. But now Rabbi Yochanan is coming out of nowhere and talking about uh, big diamonds and, and huge uh, rocks that don't exist. So if you're a Navi, okay, fine, it's a Navi. But you're not a Navi, you're just a Talmud Chacham. So if you're a Talmud Chacham, you should use your Seichel. And what you're saying is not Seichel Dik. Oh, so the Talmud, when he goes on a boat, and he talks to us, it's true, I saw in Shemaim, it's a Gila. So it's not such a thing. But says Rabbi Yechonin to that Talmud, your whole, your whole perspective of looking at Tarsh Balpeh is completely off. You don't look at me as a Talmud Chacham, you look at me like a Navi. And everything that I'm saying is Mamish Dvar Hashem that's emanating through me. I, most of the time, my Shirim are step one, step two, step three. That's how the Rabbanu Shalom is being, is, is being Megal himself. But ultimately, there's no difference, says Rabbi Yechonim, between what I say and what a Navi says. It's a Dvar Hashem. And that was the Nakuda that this Talmud was not hopping. And that's exactly what the Torah of Rabbi Yechonim was about. Because the whole side of the gates of Yerushalayim and the door and the walls of Yerushalayim are all rather than this truth that Torah Shabbat is made of the same, or, the same material as Torah Shabbat Sav. That this world is made of Elokos. And when the Talmud Chacham therefore says things that, that seemingly on the outside are, 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 are coming from man-made materials, like his own intellect, the secret of the walls of Yerushalayim and the gate of Yerushalayim being made of Avonimi Karis is itself a, this truth that it's not made of man-made materials. It's mamish of divine origin. And that's exactly what this Talmud wasn't happening. So it's Davke in this 
in this Torah of Rabbi Yechanan that is highlighting the mistake of that Talmud. And that's exactly uh, why it's Davka uh, in this Torah. Going back, this is the site of Yishalayim. So Davka Yishalayim, which ultimately will be a place of the deepest revelation of Tarsh Baal Peh, as we see from the walls and the gate of Yishalayim being made of these Avonim Yikaris. So it's Davka Yishalayim in its, in its, in its first uh, sort of appearance in Jewish history, the city of Yishalayim is bringing out from Yeshua Benun this truth that what starts with Maisha, which is Tarsh Vichsav, the bard of Maisha, continues with Yeshua Benun, with Tarsh Valpeh. It's all one of the same, Akadekach, that the sun and the moon, which are made of this world, can be told by a human being to stop because there is no such thing as Gashmis. It's all, it's all Iris, it's all Elkus. The base is the Aleph. One plus one is one. That's the, uh, that's the secret of this, of this Suga. Okay, that's the show. Next time we'll move on to the next uh, parak we say for Yeshua. Mm-hmm.